Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Everybody is anointed to witness. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witness. There was not just the 12 on the day of Pentecost. There was 120 that received this anointing. Praise the Lord. So you might not stand in the office off one of these ministry gifts, but you are anointed, bless God, to witness. You're anointed to tell the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah. And His glory. Praise God. Can you say amen? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, A Fresh Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Uh, you know, as important an office as the missionary is, is not found in the English Bible, see, but it's found in that word apostle. If they're really sent to that land by the Holy Ghost, they're an apostle. You see, there's only the 12 apostles. Paul wasn't an apostle in that sense himself. But uh, there are about 20-some-odd people called apostles in the New Testament because they were sent ones. Well, of course, Jesus stands at the head of the list of the sent ones because in Hebrews 3, 1, it said, Consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, our profession. Well, thank God he's anointed the Holy Ghost. And then, of course, he was prophet. And, of course, he was evangelist. And, of course, he was pastor. He said, I'm the good shepherd. And he was teacher. We read here that he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. But then, uh, you see, everybody's not, not uh, called and anointed to stand in one of those offices. But everybody is anointed to witness. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witness. There was not just the 12 on the day of Pentecost. There was 120 that received this anointing. Praise the Lord. So you might not stand in the office off one of these ministry gifts, but you are anointed, bless God, to witness. You're anointed to tell the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah. And his glory. Praise God. Can you say amen? So then he's still anointing prophets, hallelujah, and preachers, and folks to witness. Now he's still anointing priests. Did you hear me now? He's still anointing priests. A priest interceded to God on the behalf of the people. The people there under the old covenant did not go directly to God for themselves. Every man had to present himself at Jerusalem Every male, you see, from 30 years of age and upward, had to present himself at Jerusalem. Every year, God's presence was kept shut up there. That's where God was. And, and they couldn't go into the presence of God. Just anybody. Only the priest could. And he under, only under great precautions. After having made sacrifice for his sins and the sins of the people and so on and so forth. And, and blood was shed, uh, you see, of innocent animals, which is a type of the sinless, spotless lamb of God that would one day come and shed his blood. Praise God. And then that priest could enter in to the heaven or into that earthly holies of holies with the blood of that animal. And their sins were pushed off for another year. And they could breathe a sigh of relief and go away. But blessed be God, Jesus came one day, and he's our high priest. Hallelujah. And he, with his own blood, after he had died on Calvary and shed his blood and had been raised from the dead, he ascended on high. And the book of Hebrews tells us that he entered into the heavenly holies of holies 
with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. And now then, we, every one of us can go in. Now, let's look for a minute. Turn with me to the book. Did you wear your shouting clothes tonight? I want to be sure you got them on before we get here now. Praise God. Turn with me to the book of Revelation, the very first chapter of the book of Revelation. And you know, of course, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Uh, this is the first chapter in the first verse. And he sent signified by his angel unto his servant John, who bare witness of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and the things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you in peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins, in his own blood. Hallelujah. You see what a better covenant we had under the Old Testament. Their sins were only covered and pushed off year by year. But unto him that loved us and has washed us. Oh, thank God. Washed us from our sins in his own blood. Hallelujah. Somebody said, do you understand all how that takes place? No, and you don't either, but I'm rejoicing in it. I'm enjoying the reality of it. Hallelujah. Now, let's go on reading. Now, unto us, you see, that he's washed from our sins in his own blood. What about us? And hath made us kings and priests unto God his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. Now turn over to the fifth chapter of Revelation. Again it says, And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Well, as you read Revelation, you'll find, of course, that there is coming a special reign upon the earth in which we will reign with him. But right on the other hand, we are made unto God, priests and kings now. Now to show that to you, turn back again to Romans five seventeen. For if by one man's offense, death, you understand that spiritual death, reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in the sweet by and by. No, where? In life. Now notice several other translations, Amplified, Moffat's, different ones read, shall reign as kings in life by one Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. So he's still anointing priest and he's still anointing kings. See, he anointed you. He anointed some of us because we were called to be an evangelist or a pastor. Well, he anointed us to do that. But he anointed everybody to preach or witness. Then he anointed everybody to be a priest. He didn't say a few of us are made priests and a few of us are made kings, did he? Unto him that loved us and has washed us 
from our sins in his own blood and has made us. Not going to make us, has made us, has made us priests, kings and priests. He's still anointing. Hallelujah. Kings. He's still anointing priests. He's still anointing prophets. I'm not just talking about the office of the prophets, you understand? Because there Paul writing to the church at Corinth said, you may all prophesy. Glory to God, one by one. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But you see, it all ought to be done under the anointing. Amen. So much of the time it falls, it doesn't work because it's not under the anointing. A lot of times folks need to be anointed with fresh oil. Amen. Now, let's, let, 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 let's go to this. He's an artist to be priest. Now, some people said, God called me to be an intercessor. He called every one of us to. Didn't just call you. It's no special call. Everybody's supposed to be one. I said, everybody's supposed to be one. You may not enter into it, but you're supposed to anyhow. Some have just responded more readily to the Holy Ghost than others have. Some have responded. He's anointed every one of us to be priests unto our God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? But you see how the, the devil thrives on ignorance. And poor folks don't know what the Bible said. And so, of course, they, they, they enter into that office of priest and get anointed. The anointing comes, and then they think, I'm somebody. You know, I'm, I'm something special. Yeah. I'm something special. And that's what the devil wants you to do. That's the way he sinned. He's lifted up in pride, thinking I'm something special. He said, I'm going to, to God, I'm going to exalt my throne. You go back there to Ezekiel and see, I'm going to exalt my throne. So he had a throne above the, the stars of heaven. I'll be like the most high. See, that's him. He's lifted up in spiritual pride. Amen? And instead of folks just saying, well, thank God, praise God, we're all anointed to be priests. Let's all get after it. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you listening? But then, you see, they, they sort of get an elevated opinion, so to speak, of themselves that we're, we've just got a special ministry and nobody else has got. We're sort of a special class of people, you know, uh, that, that nobody else you know is like us. We, I, I'm just sort of special. Well, all right, let's turn over here uh, to First Peter and look just for a minute. First Peter, the very first chapter, or the second chapter of First Peter in the fifth verse. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. That's all of you. That's all of you. That's all of us. Amen. A holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. All right, look at the ninth verse of that same chapter. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, and that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You see how folks get wrong. They think I'm somebody. We all are, bless God. The whole body, the whole group. Not just certain ones. Certain ones just may be taking advantage of what belongs to it, but it belongs to others as well. Are you listening to me? And so then you see people, because they think I've got some kind of special calling here now, maybe to be an intercessor or something, then I ought to perform. And so in the flesh, while well, they try to perform and do something instead of waiting on the anointing to do it. 
Are you out there? Amen. Amen. Let's look at it again. Ye are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into light. See, that has to be talking about every one of us because every one of us are called out of darkness into light, not just a few. I said not just a few. So there's not just a few that's a royal priesthood. Are they? I said, are they? I said, are they? Now you may not be taking advantage of it, but bless God, every one of us are a royal priesthood. He's still an ardent priest. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You see, a priest is a go-between. People and God. And that's where intercession comes in. You don't pray the prayer of intercession for yourself. You can go into the presence of God. You intercede for those that can't go into the presence of God or don't know that they can. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer, the three-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing, for just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're going to be in Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, next, next Sunday Living night. Faith Crusade. That's at Victory Life Church. Uh, that's March 10th through the 13th. Yeah. I'm excited about Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.